people's energy you can see through the body you can see health um, problems in people and so have you already noticed um, something different in somebody that's eating meat compared to somebody that's vegan or plant-based or reduced her, her uh, consumption of animal products <laughs> the people who are eating a plant-based diet have a much higher frequency and a much lower frequency belongs to the people who eat animal-based proteins they're much more matched to the third dimension but also all of the illusion that goes along with the third dimensional reality so that's just the spiritual level of what effect eating meat has yes. but it actually isn't true that we've been eating meat since the very beginning we um, essentially when we were living in areas of the globe that were more close to the equator we didn't ever have to take the risk of chasing after something and eating it. Hunting would have been something you only did for survival because of the likelihood of you living through, especially with big game, living through hunting for red meat, something like that would be incredibly risky. You would only do that if you needed to. Yes. So what you find is that when we were very first, the beginning of our species, we were eating nuts, plants, roots, things like that that were very easily acquired and didn't take us risking our lives to do it. It's only when we started moving into the areas on the globe and that all of the um, climate started shifting that it became a real thing of survival. That's the point at which we it was sort of worth surviving to risk our own lives hunting for something. So we evolved into being omnivorous. It wasn't like we started that way. <laughs> but that is really important because... Obviously, the very if we look at the, the beginning, our origins, what is most natural for a human being to eat is plant-based material, which we see reflected all throughout the body. We don't have canines that can rip through flesh, so we're not like those carnivores that come to this planet and can just go out and like yes. tear into a deep. Yeah, that um, is why most of us are uh, very uh, disgusted when we see blood and, and, and dead animals. And so you no say, nail. yeah. <laughs> so you say it was a survival thing. It's something we did because when we didn't have anything else to eat, and yeah. then and then we keep, we kept doing it during the 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 yeah. years after. Game of prize. Human beings are all about achievement. Yes. And when the achievement became the hunt, suddenly the meat became more special than mm. the other things which were available to us. And so that sort of specialness is what was bred into the meat-based diet. In, in most cultures around the globe, meat is a novelty item. It's not the base of the, of the person's diet. And you can really consider it a, a, a you know, primary industrial country when people eat a lot of meat because that is a novelty item. But what we're, what we're missing, basically, is the fact that even though it's a novelty item, it's not something that we are even designed to, to eat. And mm -hmm. people who suggest that meat is the best source of protein don't understand the nature of how meat is digested within the system. A human being doesn't have a high enough acid level in their stomach, like most carnivores, in order to digest animal protein. So if you were to eat like a piece of chicken, you would only be absorbing about 10% of that chicken. If you were going to eat a good source of protein that's a vegan-based protein, something like a head of broccoli, you would be digesting 80 to 90% of that, of that plant. And so if you look at the percentage of protein you're getting from a, back, like a head of broccoli as opposed to a piece of chicken, it's not even 
comparable because of the fact that your body will take all of the protein in from the broccoli and not much in from the chicken. Yes. So um, for all the people that, that are unsure if it's the same, like plant-based protein are equal to animal protein, you are telling us uh, that this fear should be removed because, and even the contrary, plant-based protein are higher and more nutritious than animal protein. Much. And okay, there are people who say we should eat living food and not dead dead food. You know, animals are dead. We eat dead dead food. And so, is it something we can keep in our minds to remind us? You know, this is like living food, so it's good for us. And it's dead food. It's it's it shouldn't be eaten. I th I think that. The higher energy level you have in any food, the more aliveness there is. Obviously, the more vital force you're going to be absorbing into your body. Because it, obviously, to be a, a living food, it has to hold a higher frequency than those foods which we could consider dead. Which all of our processed foods should be con yes. yeah, lumped into yes. that one as well. <laughs> and yeah. what would you say to the people who say that Uh, plants have also, you know, are alive, and if we kill plants, it's the same as killing animals. And you know, we always hear this stuff. You know, the carrot suffers also, and you know, people that are defending this. What, 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 what is your answer? They have an argument. Any time you take life, no matter what that life is, you're essentially killing yourself. And ultimately, human beings are going to evolve to a place where we no longer have the need to take our vital force from something else. But right now, not many of us on this planet are able to maintain positive thought to such a degree that we can utilize our own source stream as a source of energy. There's been a very few people on the globe. There are some, but there have been very few people on the globe that are capable of maintaining that kind of mentality that is a necessity if you're going to live off of pure vital prana, life force yes. energy. Yes. But here's yes. the argument as to why plants would be better than eating animals. The more animal-based life forms, basically, they are the kind of life forms which are intense creators. They're not as allowing as plants. That's why they come down manifested with like an internal nervous system. The second that you have an internal nervous system, which is a byproduct of a desire to survive, you are resistant to death. So what you'll notice when you kill an, an something with a central nervous system is that there's an extreme amount of resistance and fear in the moment of death. You don't see that with plants. It's literally, I'm here, I'm gone. So what you're putting into your body, well, I should say the suffering that we experience on this planet is a result of, of resistance. So the animal which resists the most suffers the most when it comes to death. Anything with a central nervous system will suffer a great deal in death. But also, I think it has also a relationship with the fact that plants don't have nervous system. I mean, exactly. but, you know, uh, they um, they don't have feelings. They, do they have feelings? They, yes. Uh, I mean, And yeah. I've seen sense. a video where they, they, they the plants were singing. People have um, made a machine which was able to record plants and they were able to sing for, for, for an audience and do concerts. It was amazing. So, should we feel guilty when we eat plants also? How, how can we have this in our minds? Guilt doesn't benefit anybody. Like, is Wouldn't it normal that we, that we eat plants? 
I would think that contributing to suffering really should be something which we're all steering away from. So we're not looking to come down here to this planet and create no contrast for anything in existence. We're looking to create the least amount of contrast that we can. So, I mean, it's like if we got that nuts, you couldn't leave your house because stepping on a grass yes. blade does cause suffering. Yes. Part of the expansion of this universe is a byproduct of suffering. And so really what I think the spiritual path is about or a healthy life path is about committing to decreasing suffering to the extent where you don't add to your own suffering. Yes, and causing the least amount of suffering. I think that's, that's, that's the point. People, people need to realize that, that, that what that means for you changes over the course of your life. So maybe right now it will cause me suffering to cut out meat entirely. But it won't cause me suffering. It will make me feel better to cut out red meat, just eat white meat. So those are the kinds of decisions you make. And then pretty soon you'll wind up on a path where it just... Your, the level of contrast you're creating for the earth just keeps decreasing and decreasing and decreasing and decreasing, and you don't have to kill yourself to do it. Guilt on top of a death does nothing but add suffering to the suffering, which is why you know the Native Americans were the ones that had it right, or these primal cultures where they, they saw themselves as intimately connected to the food they were eating, and so if they did make a kill, if they did you know, slaughter an animal, then there was intense amounts of gratitude for the death of that animal. Yes. And so there's some level of universal compensation for the suffering that occurred. But that's not what we're seeing in the industrialized world, and that's a major reason why you don't want to eat meat today. I know. <laughs> These animals are treated like hell, and they, we do not have gratitude for them. Their meat is thrown out in I know. thousands terrible. of pounds. Yeah. And how, for the people that are highly sensitive, for example, myself, and I'm sure many people, because right now lots of videos are circulating all over the internet about the food industry, how they treat animals, and sometimes when you watch this, I think it's very good because you are shocked, and this is what happened to me. I was so shocked, I stopped eating meat right away about six months ago, and now I'm teaching people how to do the same, and the, the ones that are interested, and how I've been in, in a period that, Uh, six months ago where I was really really feeling horrible about this and I was feeling sick myself thinking about the suffering of animals and how what can we tell ourselves how can we because I, I've had two two reactions the first one was becoming really sad really angry towards humans and how can we do that and how is it possible how can you can, can a person do that and I know there are things that are even worse on humans but this is this is you know we're talking about about food right now and but also it gave me like like the willingness to do something for it <clears throat> you know this anger i learned to transform it and to transform it into strength and to promise myself i, I would do something and i would make everything possible to spread this message and so i turned the anger into strength and i feel In the vegan community, there is a problem because some people that are vegan are angry towards towards what's happening, but then they, then they keep this anger and they become angry people themselves. Do you see what I mean? And yes. then and then they they scream at people who eat meat and they they become angry people. And so the message is not you know spread. The message of compassion is and love is not spread. So what can you say about this? Do you, I think the best thing to do is to work on compassion in and of ourselves towards those that don't live on this same kind of path. 
Yes. We we need to give people permission to learn for themselves. And maybe they'll learn from our message. Maybe they'll learn from something else. But it's like we, we have to allow people that level of freedom and free will to trust them with their own lives. So if somebody else says, you know what, red meat's good for me and it's what I want right now, then let them do it and let them learn from it. Because ultimately, if it is more in alignment for someone to be off of red meat and they're constantly committed to being in alignment, which is where the natural process of life takes you anyways, it keeps running you up against blockages so that you can deal with them and improve your vibratory rate. If that's the case, then it's really not, it doesn't need to be our, our like job. You know, the universe is doing a good job of, of helping people line up with the next logical step for them. It might not be that being off of meat is the next logical step for someone, or it might be. But, but if that's the most in alignment, then inevitably that's where they're going to end up. So either they end up here today or then they, you know, they get some chronic disorder way down the road and they have to get off of meat because of that. And, and that would be all right as well. It's just that we got to cultivate the compassion towards the people who don't understand things at the same level. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, we've just done nothing but become like, like fanatical religious people that we have an issue with. Those people who think that we have the right way and that everyone else on earth needs to conform. What's causing most yeah, of the suffering on this the desire for conformity? When it's causing hurt to somebody else, it's hard to be yeah. compassionate. It's very hard. Oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always in this mood. Like sometimes I'll see a news article and I'll be dancing around the house saying, I give up. I literally I give up. These people deserve to die. Yeah. That's, that's where I am sometimes. <laughs> and you know, and you even, you, you, when you see like some, somebody hurting, pitying you, you, you get this, this violence and you want to do this yourself to the people. Yes. You know, you want to kill the person and you become a murderer too suddenly. And, and I'm sure we could, we could do it in real life if if it was to defend an animal or, or people. And so I, I, I've realized I, I should not become like the murderer. Yes. And so it's, it's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work. Some people make a difference between meat and fish, for example. So is it the same for fish? Is it a hierarchy in suffering? Fish are actually do, in general, suffer less than animals do. Because they live in the water, the water is pure source energy. That's It's like if you looked at manifested things on this planet, nothing vibrates at a more similar level to source energy itself than water. So most often the animals that have the highest vibration live in are water-based animals. Okay. And because they live in that allowing atmosphere and pure source energy to such a degree, they don't resist death as much either. So it's like plants resist it the least. Ocean-based creatures... Second to that, land-based creatures the very most. And birds, where are they? Uh, I think birds are probably right above fish, right below land-based animals. So my next question is about animals uh, within themselves. Why do they eat each other? Uh, why do they eat each other? Oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So essentially, part of the contrast down here on planet Earth is the contrast of survival. That's the whole idea of the ego. So that's why the predator and prey are a vibrational match. They're both running and running after with an attitude of survival. So when they come down into the experience of that which is animal, part of what they opt into is that level of contrast. But they are on the same path as we are. Eventually, the necessity is not going to be there. 
And when you compare animals to humans, it, you can't even, I mean, it really is not much of a comparison because you will never meet an, a lion that kills for the sake of killing or kills yes. for the sake of yeah, having Yeah, he's not hungry. He's not going to do anything. That's the difference. Yeah. And we, we, we kill just for taste. We don't need it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just for barbecue. So what you'll notice is if, if an animal... <laughs> if an animal doesn't um, need the food that is around it, it won't eat it. So you won't find, basically, the, the more that the animal kingdom comes into alignment with eating other things, the more the species that are here, car carnivores, basically, will cease to exist, essentially. When we rise to the place where we are no longer in a victim consciousness, when we all rise, species alike, to a level where there is no more hunt for survival, we've, got, we've moved out of the space of the ego, carnivores literally will not be a species which is manifested, because that will not be the next logical step within the universe. So we're going to tell a really sad story about that. We're going to say, oh my gosh, all of the carnivores have disappeared. It's the saddest thing in the entire universe when really it's just that they're not a match to the, to, to the new expansion of the Earth time-space reality. So when there are species that are in extension, it's not necessarily a bad thing or a sad thing. It has a reason for yes. planetary evolution. Okay. Oh, we're going to get resistance on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um... What about dairy? Is that is that okay to still eat a little bit of dairy if it's organic, if it's, you know? If you feel compelled towards it, then yes. yes. What we would always want to do is trust people's um, internal knowing about themselves. What I have noticed, interestingly enough, is that humans deal differently, on an energetic level at least, with like goat cheese than they do with cow cheese or yes. cow milk. So I've watched that happen, which is quite interesting. In general, when it comes to dairy, milk products are designed for one thing, and that's the young of yes. that particular species. Yes. So it's not something that we is really good for us. But if you feel compelled towards it, there's ways to avoid the super dangerous types of dairy. Obviously, yes. going from a cow product to a goat product, if if those goats are treated with no suffering, no hormones, none of those kinds of things. Yes. Um, eggs are another interesting one. Yes. Human, human beings actually do quite well with eggs. Eggs would have been something which was very much so in our original diet because of the fact that it would have been, we wouldn't have been risking death to get them. It would have been easy. Either the ground nesting birds, we would have just stumbled upon the nests and eaten it like that, or else we being hominids climb. And so that's a very natural based food and our body has an easy time digesting it much more so when it's raw than when it's cooked. When we cook eggs, it denatures the protein and it gets pushed straight into the liver. But when I watch somebody eat a raw egg, it goes straight through. Most of it gets digested. Okay, and um, okay, so the white is only protein, uh, the yolk is fat. Um, what, what would you uh, advise? Like, so, okay, I think there is no problem with eating white, egg whites, that are organic and what about the yolk is it healthy is it i think the yolk's really good yeah we That's we've got a major issue with fats in general yeah. we associate the fats with fat but we don't understand that your body needs fat it's essential that you get healthy fats yes so really you shouldn't be trying to steer clear of fats you should be going towards the right kinds of fats certain oils nuts have a huge amount of fat 
yolks, egg yolks have a huge amount of fat, and that's good fat. And really what fats do is they enable the transfer of molecules and nutrients through the cell wall. So they're absolutely crucial for, for all kinds of processes within the body. So we need to not be steering clear of fat like it's all bad. We need to think in terms of good fats and yeah. bad fats. Saturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, monounsaturated fat. Yeah. And um, how many how many yolks do you advise per week maximum? Is it the maximum or like can we eat one every day or two every day? Yeah. There I would try them. It's not, not a major problem that way. I, I don't every morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, it's really hard in the United States to find anybody who offers eggs, unless you're raising your own chicken, that anyone that offers eggs that come with a vibration that's positive instead of one that's super out of alignment. So that's kind of one of those hmm, yeah. benefits versus not so good for you. Yeah. So and what, what's interesting too about the eggs is so. Have you ever raised chickens before? No. <laughs> I grew up with chickens. I live in Paris. <laughs> I grew up in Paris. <laughs> I can see you in the backyard with chickens. So the interesting thing about chickens that most people don't understand is that an egg doesn't have to be fertilized in order to be laid. Yeah. So literally, it's like a chicken period. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so it does create a certain level of contrast to take eggs away from chickens. But what's really interesting when you raise chickens is a lot of times they don't wash their eggs. They'll like lay it just like, you know, just like a female having a period every day. They'll just like lay it and leave yeah. it. So there's not a ton of suffering contained in that particular. Thing. Yeah, but to, what the vegans uh, say is that to produce uh, eggs, we need uh, female chicken. And so they all the male are um, crushed uh, alive. Well, yeah, if we're being retarded about the way that we deal with meat, which is the case for our life right now, which is why I don't eat eggs. But yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, but it is. So that's why so, vegan don't don't eat eggs. So yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah, and that, and that's why I I try to in France it's different than in the states. We the quality of our food is better in Europe, and so we are still able. Oh to, yeah, no. <laughs> we are still able to find little farms and and uh, organic, uh, well treated uh, animals. So that that's the difference. But I know when I'm in the states, I I, I don't eat eggs. Ooh. It's and even only the eggs area is so big. It's like and you have eggs of different colors <laughs> it's like, i don't understand why like purple egg and stuff like that and so it's just you know marketing it's not yeah it's crazy so um the best sources of protein to you uh would be so protein in vegetables in grains cereal that's always organic i assume yeah. in their most raw form i and have three protein sources that are my favorite four nuts I really love those my second is chia seeds yes. humans absorb in massive amounts of protein from chia seeds broccoli super high source of vegan protein and the last one would be combining beans and grains so if you combine like rice with beans that's a complete protein that just means we've got all 12 amino acids that's all protein is by the way it's not like this super difficult equation I know talking about a complete protein all we're talking about is that something has all 12 amino acids and you can easily combine food to get that yeah so especially you know in the whole day it doesn't have to be at every meal or yeah. it's it's 
during the whole day. So, okay, so now we're gonna jump to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Well, I was just saying that, like, it's really important for people to understand that the reason that they're seeing so many unhealthy vegans and vegetarians is because you got to look at what they're eating. Yes, so most yes. people eat a terrible diet in and of itself. It's crappy already. Yeah, because the croissant is vegan, but it's not healthy. Exactly. So <laughs> what, what, if you take out meat, and that's all you do to become yeah, vegan, it's, it's even worse. You're left with sugars, essentially. Yeah. Of course the body's going to break down and go to hell. But if you're actually eating good food, hearty food, a good substitute, not just a substitute, the stuff humans are really supposed to be eating here, then you're not going to have an issue at all. Those will be very healthy people. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. We just have to go back to what is what is natural, what is found in nature. So we, if we ask ourselves, uh, should, we, should I eat that, I, we should just... Ask ourselves, uh, does it exist uh, in its whole form in nature? And that's pretty simple. It's just nuts, vegetables, fruits, and a little bit of goat, goat cheese or goat milk, and and maybe eggs, and and, and you have a whole variety of grains. And buckwheat is a good good source, and hemp protein, and you have lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just stay away from all the refined. Um, products and, and sugar and uh, aspartame and oh, yeah. sugar substitutes. Uh, say, say, say it's even worse than white sugar. Much worse. Much worse. And, and what about organic cane sugar, like the real one, the raw one in organic stores? Well, obviously it's going to be better than your average white sugar, for sure. Yeah. If somebody wants to stay on sugar, I would suggest doing that by far. It's just that the body is not designed to, to eat it in that way. So like if you were to rip off a whole sugar cane and suck on it, that's pretty much the closest you could get to, as close as we could get to sugar. Yeah. But you wouldn't see all of these. I mean, we produce products as a result of doing things we could never do naturally. We extract so much out of those canes, you know, when we're taking sugar, that you couldn't get that even if you tried, you know, if you're eating it naturally. Okay. If you chewed on it, you'd probably get, well, like a teaspoon or a tablespoon of sugar. But here we are, like, in an average, like, baked good. You're eating half a cup of it or some ridiculous amount. And it's way too much for the body. And your blood sugar system is not designed to take it in that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think about a question that is so often asked about vegans. Uh, what about um, B12, uh, B12 vitamin? Is it uh, necessary to supplement? <laughs> That's an interesting one because my attitude towards the whole system in general of a human is that if a human comes into alignment, there is no way for them to be attracted to foods that would leave them with a deficiency in any way. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately for, for many people, I tend to, to to align with the idea that this whole you need B12 and B12 can only be found through animal protein is a bit of a conspiracy on the part of the um, on the part of the meat industry. Um, nutritional yeast is ironically a really good source of B12. Right now, um, besides okay, so I'll go through some. You've got bran. You've got let me see if I can think of the spirulina. Um, you've got like sea vegetables, there's a good amount of vitamin B12 in them. Um, the thing that people don't understand is that animals don't make B12, and neither do plants. Yeah, B12 is actually yeah, made by a bacteria. Yes. Yes. So the bacteria has to be in the plant or be in the animal in order for the animal to then convey B12 to you. So 
we should be looking for bacterial sources of B12. And it's just, it's, an, it's a bit of a misunderstanding about the human body that you would have to eat a certain thing in order to get that, you know, into your system and otherwise you'd be totally screwed because the reality is there are vegetarian and vegan societies all over the globe that have existed that way for years that are doing perfectly fine. They don't have birth deformities. Everything's yeah, going I think okay. it's underestimating uh, the power of our bodies. Big time. Yeah, it's, that's what I think too. And especially if we eat various food and we, should, we shouldn't uh, care about well, it. Exactly. So let's talk about supplements for, for a minute yeah. because supplements, your body's not taking a ton in when you eat a supplement because it's not designed to eat it in that way. Yes. However, it would be okay to take vitamin B12. Like if I was committed to decreasing the amount of suffering on this planet, taking a vitamin B12 supplement would be decreasing the suffering on this planet. And so it would be in alignment for me. We're at a point right now, we should take advantage of that. Our society is evolving to a place where we literally can eat this way and be perfectly fine. We don't need meat to survive anymore, and so it is unnecessary. And, and, so and it's, it's even worse than that. We eat meat, uh, it's not even we don't need it, it's killing us. That's the first mortality cause. And uh, today I, I, I read this, this uh, quote that say, you kill an animal, but then it kills you. And, it, and it's true. It, I mean, it doesn't do it on purpose, but it's that's what happens. Yep. So, yeah. And what about protein uh, powders? I I, I like uh, a few brands, and I particularly like Sun Warrior. I know you talked about Garden of Life, but I don't like the taste. Yep. I tried it. It's very much like drinking mud. <laughs> but. You know, it's good for you, so you, you, you do it. But I, I like Sun Wario. Have you tried it? No. It's a very, very good one. So, yeah. So, uh, does our body can benefit from a protein that is in a powder form? I think so. Okay. Granted that it's a really good one. I mean, there are many companies that are just as committed to the ideas that we're talking about today as we are. And yes. so, that's really the fun part about living in this day and age, I think, is that there are a lot of products out there that are very dedicated to the reduction of suffering and very dedicated to very high quality organic things that they have then crushed up and put in the powder. And for me, I just feel better when I take it. So, <laughs> And what about vitamins? Um, like people that are taking multivitamins in, in, uh, uh, that they buy to their uh, pharmacy. Uh, I don't think it's, 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 it's efficient. It's not. It's like bad vitamins. I don't know. The body can't absorb things that way. A lot, most of the supplements go straight into the sewage system. That's yes. essentially yes. how it is. But there are some products out there, especially the raw chelated things, yes. where yes. you can take them in and it's not, they haven't isolated, so let's say they want iron. They haven't like isolated the iron in some molecular chemistry experiment. What they've done is essentially taken all of these different vegetables that contain those things and obviously in its raw form it's got all of the other necessary ingredients and enzymes that actually enable you to digest that particular compound yes. and so they just condense that all into one pill those are the best ones to take if you want one of those yeah okay um i think we're done with the food uh now i want to talk about the other aspect when we want to take care of ourselves physically is the physical exercise. Um, it's the same for food. Most people know this, like 
we all know that in our modern societies that we need to eat healthy and exercise. Yet, not many people do it. Um, to your opinion, why is that? Is why people know this but don't do it? I think we're too exhausted. I really think that's the main culprit. I don't think it's that humans are lazy. I think it's that our modern society has gotten so damn complicated yes. that it's difficult to like pay bills and work and do all yes. of that. And then you get home at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, I would probably rather get root canal done on my teeth than to exercise. And I can completely relate to that. I've been there so busy that it's like, I no, it's way too much. So. Really, I think it's about the, the fact that we would naturally be moving our bodies because that's the most in alignment thing to do if we had enough vital energy to have that drive, have that desire. We're not going to do that unless we let ourselves be happy. So if we're working that nine-to-five job we absolutely hate, you're not yes. going to have enough energy to exercise. That's right. That's because you can't find the strength to do it if you're not in, an, in alignment in your life already, if you're not happy. And so it, that's why it's a, it's a mind, body, and spirit work. You cannot force yourself to go to the gym if, if mentally you're, you're exhausted and it, it's not possible. Yes. And so, um, so you're able to to um, see the effects on of uh, physical exercise on the body. How can you explain what it does to the body? More than anything else, it grounds you in the third dimensional reality. So many of the processes that take place in your body are dependent upon movement. That's why if you watch people who are sedentary for one reason or another, their body essentially starts to break down because the flowing of the blood is not going to be as yes. much. The movement of things into and out of cells isn't going to be very much. Your metabolic rate's going to go down. Everything's going to cease as if you have stopped living. Yes. Movement yes. is an integral part of our, our life here on the third dimensional level. That's interesting <laughs> what you say. It's like you're, if you don't move, your body can consider yourself dead. I mean, basically. Yes. And yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's a very good argument for people. I'm looking to find key uh, like clicks, you know, clicks in people's mind to understand how vital it is. Because people think, oh, that's okay, I like myself this way. It's not about losing weight and being... Uh, thinner. It's it's really something we really need. We are supposed yeah. to move, and right now we are working all day on our computer. And so you say, like you said, um, our body can consider like we are dead, and so we need to keep moving. And it, we don't need that much. I mean, we can only move thirty minutes a day, and it's it's already good. But most oh people, yeah, it's, that's the issue. Most people think. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to go kill myself yeah. exercising, just like I killed myself at work, just like I killed myself trying to watch my kids all day. Yeah. But that's really not, not what we need at all. In fact, that movement can be so simple. It's like people, you don't really have to kill yourself to exercise. And it's really as simple as, oh, I can either take an elevator or I can take the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it can be a soft uh, exercise like yoga. I mean, yoga is not always soft, but it depends on the types of yoga, but it's softer than lifting weight so I don't know it depends on people's personalities and but it, it, oh, yeah. it's yeah it, we should just find the activity that we enjoy and then and then do it on a regular basis so um yeah before we recorded this interview I, I was uh talking to you about my personal story where I I have tr completely transformed uh, myself physically 